Hey everybody, it's Lon Seidman. It's time once again for your weekly wrap up. And this week we're gonna talk about some more data leaks, this time from Ally Bank. This is a bank that was passing unencrypted usernames and passwords to third parties and took two months to notify customers about it. Let's get to it. Now, Ally is an online bank, which means that you transact all of your business with them through the internet. So security is really important here. Uh, this is a federally regulated bank here in the United States. They're FDIC insured and all that good stuff. Uh, but they don't have any branches, at least as far as I know. So to deposit a check, you take a picture of the check with your phone. It goes into your account and you're good to go. I've been relatively happy with my account there because it is free, of course, but also the interest rate on their checking account was very competitive. And I had no reason to complain. It's just been something that's been there for me and I've been okay with it. That was until last week when I got this letter from them. Now with Ally being an online bank, one would assume they would be very careful about security, but apparently they had some sloppy code on their website and they notified me in this letter that my username and password were exposed to third parties with whom they have business relationships. Now they said they detected the issue in April of 2021, about two months ago, but they didn't bother to notify anybody until two months after the fact. Now I did get, in fairness to Ally, uh, a password reset message when I logged in around the time that this happened. And I of course reset my password, but they didn't give any reason as to why I had to change my password, just that it needed to be changed. And they waited a really long time to let anyone know uh, why they were having to change this. And uh, they also indicated here that the third parties that received this information have agreed to delete it, although they have not been able to tell me that they actually did delete the information, uh, nor has Ally revealed who these third parties are, but we can try to guess at that in a little bit. Now, the real kicker here is they engaged Equifax to provide me with uh, some credit protection and identity theft coverage for a couple of years. But of course, Equifax is the company that basically revealed the personal information of just about every adult in the United States who has a credit card. So I don't have a lot of faith in uh, any of the uh, remedies here that they're proposing. Now, I did reach out to Ally Bank's press office and ask them a few questions. Uh, the first was, why did it take them 60 days to notify me? Now, they did say they took immediate action to mitigate the issue when discovered. This is a statement from their press person. In keeping with our standard business practices, Ally notified affected customers following the completion of a comprehensive internal review of the incident. We have no evidence that any personal information was used for unauthorized purposes, which was determined based on targeted and ongoing fraud analysis. In other words, they don't have a log of what's going on here. They just know that nobody, at least at the moment, has had unauthorized access on their account. But what's missing from this statement they sent to me through their press office, but also the statement sent to customers, is what those third parties are doing to secure this information that they now have from Ally's customers. I've asked them at least four times to give me the list of third parties that were sent this data, and they have been evading the question every time I ask. And the evasive answers continued here. I did ask them how long this code error was active on the website. Uh, what they sent back through their press office was this statement that they became aware of the issue in April and immediately fixed it. But it's clear they had no idea how long these passwords were being exposed for. That's a concern. Uh, the next question I asked, were these clear text or encrypted? And if clear text, why? 
Uh, so they did say that when they store passwords, they're using encryption and hashing, which is what you would expect. But it looks as though this issue was occurring on the user's browser when they typed in the password and clicked the login button. Because of course, when you type your password into the little form, it's not encrypted until it gets sent to Ally. And something was happening within the code of the website, likely some interaction between Ally's code and the third parties they were sending data to, uh, that was resulting in the password being sent in clear text. Although, wouldn't it be easier just to say, yes, we sent this in clear text, as opposed to sending a paragraph, kind of avoiding using that term? But that's what happens when the lawyers write stuff. Now, this was the question I've asked them now four times. Who were the third parties? And this is what they're giving me. This is it. They said a small number of their vendors who helped them market their products. They've all agreed to delete the information and have an ongoing business relationship with Ally. Now, here's where it gets weird, because the PR guy that emailed me back he forgot to take out the notes from his superiors. So underneath this was a little note here. Uh, this needs to stand as is. In other words, this statement needs to stand as is. Not all have been deleted yet. Now, if you don't believe me that this was in there, here's an actual screenshot of the response from his email. And there you can see it. This needs to stand as is. Not all have deleted it yet. Now, why does it take two and a half months to delete information uh, from a bank by these third parties? That's another question they won't answer. I did fire back that question and uh, his response was, well, these are websites that agreed to help us market our products and services, same as before. We've asked everyone to delete this data and have heard back from many, so it's not that few if he's saying there's many of them, but we haven't heard from all of them yet. We're still waiting on gaining full confirmation. And then he writes back a few minutes later to say, oh, by the way, I misspoke. I confirmed that all the parties have agreed to delete the data, and they're working with their respective security teams to do so. But again, nobody has confirmed that they've actually deleted the data, and they're also not communicating who these people are that have it. Now, there are some questions that I think Ally needs to answer to regain the trust of customers, especially this one. Uh, the first question they need to answer is, who are these third parties? I did a little bit of sleuthing through my ad blocker to see who they were sending data to. And it looks as though from all of these different URLs, most of this data is getting sent to Adobe. Yes, the same people that make Photoshop have a pretty expansive marketing service that allows these big companies to target customers with advertising. And my guess is gonna be a lot of it went over to Adobe. Now, I did reach out to Adobe and ask them if they were in receipt of this information uh, from Ally and whether or not they were taking any steps to rectify it, and they have not yet gotten back to me. So if they do, I will leave a comment uh, down in the comment stream pinned so you can see what their response is. But I don't expect to hear from them because in the United States, at least, there's no law requiring any of these companies to be careful with our data. The law is basically the terms of service that you agree to when you sign up with them. Here in my home state of Connecticut, we do have a data breach law, which was recently updated. Uh, that law now requires that if a breach occurs, customers are to be notified uh, within 60 days of that breach. 60 days, in my opinion, is still too long. It should be on the European standard, which is 72 hours to get that notification out. But it's at least something here. And there is some requirement in Connecticut that they do provide some kind of identity theft insurance when this occurs. But these rules vary state to state. And like I said, it's kind of the Wild West right now here in the US when it comes to protecting private data. So in addition to answering that third party question, 
Uh, I would also like to know what steps are those third parties taking to secure the data that they captured. Uh, this stuff leaks out all over the place, and we've seen many examples where insiders get access to this stuff and share it with hackers for money and other reasons. Uh, so I'm still concerned that this data is just hanging out out there, and Ally has not been transparent as to who has it and what they're doing with it. And then we also have no certainty as how uh, Ally will verify that the data was in fact deleted by these third parties. It really makes me nervous here that at least from that slip up by the press office there, that this data is still not deleted and sitting on third party servers that Ally has no control over. And that's why I am so worked up over this because it's my data. If you've got an Ally account, it's your data and they are not being very transparent yet are asking us to trust them with our hard earned money. No thanks, my account is getting canceled this week. Now this incident once again reminds me to remind you that you really should be using a password manager these days for all of your online accounts, banking or otherwise, because if you have the same username and password combination, it can be exploited. And there are databases out there where all of this stuff sits. I've been a fan of LastPass for many years, but a lot of you have been telling me to check out Bitwarden, which is definitely on my list of things to look at. Uh, Bitwarden, by the way, is a commercial service, but it is an open source uh, project. So all of the code is regularly audited. Uh, so there's a lot of confidence out there for Bitwarden and its ability to keep your password information safe. And the most important thing is to have a different password for every website you visit and also enable two-factor authentication. And by the way, Ally Bank, like many banks, doesn't actually offer an effective two-factor authentication method beyond SMS, which we all know is very insecure. So just be aware of that. Now, if you have been using the same username and password combination, uh, head over to this website, Have I Been Pwned? Uh, what they do is collect all of the databases that are hanging out on the dark web and let you know uh, which usernames and passwords they have picked up of ywrs. So here is a have I been pwned report for an email address that I typed in and look how many different breaches this email address pops up in along with a password in many cases. Some of these are smaller websites like Xbox Scene and stuff but others are big players here like Dropbox and Discuss and Bitly and uh, Adobe and there's never really been any real accountability that any of these companies have had to answer to for leaking out all this data. Change your password and we'll just uh, move on like nothing ever happened. But this data lives for a long time. And what really concerns me about the issue with Ally right now is that it doesn't necessarily have to originate from Ally in the sense that it shows up as the Ally breach. Uh, there are collections of random usernames and passwords that get accumulated from all of these little bugs that go undetected on companies large and small, just like the Ally thing here. So your computer is logging into the Ally Bank website, you're passing your username and password over to Adobe or somebody else in the clear, and some kid in a coffee shop who happens to be snooping the Wi-Fi might pick up that password as it's going through. You can't trace it back to Ally specifically, but that's how they got it, and it shows up in one of these collections and gets sold on the dark web, and what do you know, five years later, your bank account gets compromised because it's in one of these databases. And then if you've got all these things sitting in a big database server somewhere, 
you can start bringing together information from different sources and build profiles of individuals that you might want to target for fraud. And this is the kind of stuff that happens. This is the kind of stuff that Ally and Adobe and everyone else will never be held to account for, but we, the customers, suffer because these companies refuse to exercise the proper duty of care with customer data. It is inexcusable in the year 2021 that a bank like Ally, a federally regulated financial institution, was passing unencrypted usernames and passwords to third parties for who knows how long and refuses to tell us customers who they were sending it to. I am pulling my money out of there as fast as I can. I would urge you to do the same. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Now, this week's wrap-up is being brought to you by all of you. We got some new super chatters this week, including Chan Prado and Eric's Variety Channel. They contributed during one of my live streams. Uh, We also have some new supporters to thank, Philip Engel and Igor Brezhek. They both contributed via the YouTube membership program. Louis Del Agaya and Erica Udoff contributed via my donor box page. I want to thank everyone for their contributions this week and everyone who's been contributing on an ongoing basis and all of you who watch on a regular basis too because all of those things equal channel growth. If you want to support the channel, you can. You can go to lon.tv support and make a monthly or a one-time contribution. You can do that via my donor box page over the YouTube membership program by clicking that join button or via Floatplane. And we support Patreon also, even though they were one of those services that leaked my data out too. And if you want to follow me on some other channels, you can visit any one of these links you see on screen for my podcast, which is an audio version of this show, the Extras channel, which has many reviews and supplementary content. My live stream archive is over on Amazon at lon.tv slash livestreams. So lots of places to find me on the on YouTube here. If you want to engage with the channel, we have my very infrequent email list at lon.tv slash email We've got the Facebook group, which is growing all the time. We are going to have that Discord started soon. I just have to get some time to get it set up. I'm working on that. And then we have my store where I sell previously used items uh, that were reviewed here on the channel. We just sent out a bunch of stuff last week. And if you want to be notified every time I add a new item to the store, you can go to lon.tv slash store alert. Remember, there's only one of everything because it's the actual item that was reviewed here on the table. There's not more than that. Uh, but they're usually in very good shape because they're very lightly used, and it's a good way to uh, keep the flow of reviews going here on the channel because it helps free up some funds to buy more stuff to review. And that is going to do it for this week's weekly wrap-up. Thank you all for indulging me on this Ally Bank topic. I did hear from a few of you on Twitter who are customers, and I just think it's important to call this stuff out because this was just gross negligence. And again, we still don't know how long this was going on for We should expect more from a bank than that. Thank you all for tuning in. I've got a lot of stuff planned for the week, so stay tuned on that. And until next time, this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters Chris Allegretta, Tom Albrecht, Jim Callagher, Hot Sauce and Video Games, and Brian Parker. 
you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month. Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.